Welcome to the pre-match, a football podcast over to your ears every weekend of the footballing season and beyond. And indeed, we cover everything from previews to the transfer window. And we'll be talking a bit about the January transfer window, a few things happening about, so we'll get into that. And when I say we, I mean me, at Graham Bailey on Twitter, and also him at Craig underscore Honeyman on X slash Twitter. Good morning to you, Craig. Morning, Paul. You Okay. Yeah, not bad. I said the January window, as we've said all along, Craig, we weren't expecting a really busy one, and we've explained the reasoning behind the bottom three being set of So we're not seeing the panic buys that we not that we once would. I think it'll be a bit of a busy last week, but it really hasn't been the sort of busy window we were perhaps um we weren't preempting, but others thought we might see. Oh, but we're not seeing I, 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 we're not seeing the huge, huge windows. No, it's, it's different from previous windows and there's a lot of profit and sustainability rules going on. There's financial fair play. There is, there is. We need, no, we need. It's, Europe, that, that hamstring and club jet, you know, it's not I think it. we're going to have a, we'll have a set episode on that, Craig, as well. I think we'll try and bring someone financially. You know what you're talking about financially. We'll try and bring someone else in. Yeah. And we'll have a proper, we'll have a proper profit and sustainability talk. We might try and get hearing from the the finance pod and, and let's let her proper sit down and say what and what i would that what i would ask craig i don't know the answer is why is this suddenly an issue i think the premier league are trying to they're trying to um solve a problem that isn't there for me but we'll we'll we'll, we'll i say we'll we'll touch on that in a separate pod i think we need to do it craig because then we can answer a few yeah. questions that it's part of the reason as you said that we're seeing a um a quieter window um but yes well, what we've we seen in the window so far, Craig. So we're going to touch on a few. It's England players who are slightly dominating the window. Um, strangely enough, um, Calvin Phillips. We're still not seeing an answer to that yet. Newcastle, it's a stalemate. We're seeing that David Moyes wants him at West Ham. Uh, there's a few clubs in for him. Um, we fully expect Calvin to go in in the last what are we uh, last ten days. Just over ten days left. I fully expect him to go. Um, I expect him still to be at Newcastle, Craig. Especially with Joe Linton. Looks like Joe Linton's missing the rest of the season, Craig, with surgery. Um, I think all this. Talk, I think it's a bit of brinksmanship on Newcastle's part and Man City's part. Um, and I think although West Ham and others, Palace, Fulham, we've seen as well, linked to him. I expect to see him at Newcastle still. Do you expect him still to probably be in Newcastle? I'm not necessarily sure, Graham. I think a European club might come in for him, and I think that might appeal to him. Um, it, you know, if he can go to a European club with a chance of winning something, um, because let's be honest, Newcastle are not going to win anything this season, are they? So, um, that's that's going to put pay to that. Listen, I, I'm saying that they, they might go and win the FA Cup. I don't think they will. Um, I just, I listen. I just think if it was going to be early, the Newcastle move would. If it was the first week in the window, Graham, I'd have said. 95% certain he's going to Newcastle now, probably 50-50. Yeah, it's a really fascinating one of Phillips. Um, there's another couple of us. Kieran Trippier, actually, a bit of news today, Craig. It appears that he's attracted interest from Bayern Munich and Paris Saint-Germain. They look for right-back options. Now, um, when you first see this, you think, oh, Kieran Trippier, what am I going to do that? But Newcastle actually... When it comes to their squad, they've got Tino Livermento, who has yeah. played outstandingly well when he has played. So, in terms of in terms of Newcastle, we talked about profit and sustainability. Then, if they do need to sell anyone, rather than a Botman, a Bruno, etc., and obviously Trippier is not that same money, but it would make some sense that Trippier might be that one who they could sell to then make some moves this month if they had to. It does make a bit of sense. 
They paid 12 million for him, which was a, a bargain signing, really. Um, he's 33 years of age now. They've mm -hmm. had some absolute magical moments from him. He, he kind of helped cement the, the place in the Premier League when it looked like they were going down. Um, mm. had a brilliant season last year. I think he's been very hit and miss this season. I think he started well. I think he's been really poor. Um, mm. Uh, he's he was, did you see Craig? That did you see he was named Northeast Writers Player of the Year? Much to not much, not much to my annoyance. He didn't get my vote. I I voted for Bruno, who I think, but I find Newcastle's best player. I thought it was a very strange decision by by Mike by my uh, fellow journalist. I thought it was a very strange but aspect, especially decided, last I, two last I, two months. I think he's been quite average. I, think I agree last with three, him. Last three months, not just last two. Yeah. Months. I think I think it's, it's, his his form fell off a cliff really from his very 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 high standards to yeah. Almost making a mistake every game that leads to a chance or a goal, and and that's not that's not Trippier. The other one, I, I saw Lewis Miley finish second in the Young Player of the Year ahead of Jack Clark, and I'm, I was I'm dumbfounded by that. So he played a handful of games. And Although Clark Jack Clark did get second, he got second in the main vote. He got my he got my vote for. Do you know what? Actually, I voted for um I voted for Chub Chubakbom second. I thought based on all the, it was a calendar year, so I give it to Chubakbom second. I give Jack Clark third. Uh, with Fabian Shah, if Chubakbon wasn't allowed, but I did vote Hayden Hackney for the winner, which was a pretty nailed on one for young player. But um, last thing, the one we're going to touch on before we get, we're going to do the League Cup semi-final first leg previews, and because that, um, John Henderson Craig has completed his move from El Atifak, where he terminated his contract to Ajax. He's got a multi-year deal, two and a half year deal. Ajax have broken their wage structure um, to bring Henderson in. I think he's got. There's decent, decent wear on the tires. That's why they give him a two and a half year deal. I think he can be part of the yeah. rebuild. Yeah. I think it's a fast. I think it's a fascinating move, Craig. Um, what do you make of John Henderson leaving Saudi to go to Ajax overall? What do you make of it? Um, I think he's massively let himself down, Graham. Um, in terms of the words that he said when he moved to Saudi Arabia, that he was there for the long term and the project, and he believed in it. Well, that doesn't happen overnight, Jordan. Right, you know, the, the league needs time to build, and that'll probably be you and I know, Graham. It's going to be two, three, four, five years um, before it becomes a, the standard. Now, at that time, Cristiano Ronaldo won't be playing anymore, Jordan Henderson probably won't be playing anymore. Um, the, the kind of the elder uh, or older generation of uh, stars, the elders, if you like, they'll all be gone, but the league will still be going and will probably be at a much higher standard now. Um, I didn't have any problem with Jordan Henderson going to Saudi Arabia, none whatsoever. I do, however, have a problem with how he's left. Uh, I think he leaves a really sour taste in the mouth. I think he's let himself down. I think he's let his club down. And I do not see the fit at Ajax whatsoever. Uh, Ajax full of technical, wonderful, in terms of the, the league, it's full of technically wonderful players. Jordan Henderson isn't a great technician. Jordan Henson's a decent technician, but he's a he's an athlete and he runs and he can tackle and he can pass and he's a leader in the dressing room. Now, at 33 years of age, and we saw this last year at Liverpool game, he is slowing down in a big way. In a big way. And, you know, I, I don't think Liverpool were too sad to see Jordan Henderson go. He was a club captain, wasn't he? Um, but mm -hmm. he, he wasn't that driving force that maybe he'd been in, in previous years. Now, I wonder if the, the England scenario has played in his mind that he's playing at a standard that's in impact on his potential to play for England in the in the summer. Now, in my opinion, he doesn't play for England anyway. He goes and he makes the squad, potentially. Mm -hmm. 
but he's on the bench. He's a, he's, a, he's a squad and he's there really for his leadership qualities and his tournament know-how rather than how he's going to impact the pitch on the pitch. I, I don't think he will impact on the pitch. And I've got to say, I don't think he'll impact on the pitch for Ajax. And I think Ajax fans, for the the amount of money that they are paying him, which you know, is right at the top of their, their wage ceiling, um, I think they'll be pretty disappointed with the player that they get as a, you know, he's 34, Graham, um, in June. So he's, he's, he's 34 during the European Championships. Um, and look, he's, he, he is not the same Jordan Henderson that he previously was. He just isn't. Uh, mm. And he is winding down his career. Um, can he win something at Ajax? Who knows? Um, I think they'll be pretty disappointed with the player they get. And I think Etifak maybe, maybe Graham, they were happy for him to leave because he isn't the superstar maybe they thought they'd sign. Maybe, um, yeah, but it's interesting, interesting take on it, Craig. I, I quite like it. The Ajax move, um, nice start for you, Craig. Ajax's first ever England international, really interesting. I, I, I you'd have been convinced at some point over the years, sort of like one, yeah, he's their first ever English international. However, he's the third English player in their current squad. Can you name the other two in their current squad? Yeah, he's the third Englishman in their current squad. Akbar? Yep. Ooh. The other one's hard. The other one's hard, but you, you'll have heard of him. Oh, Chuba Akbar. Mate, I don't know. I don't know. Charlie Setford, the young goalkeeper, who's um Amsterdam born, but his family hail from Southampton. Him and his, his younger brother as well, part of the England setup. Um, really? Very, very high, very, very highly rated young 19 year old goalkeeper. Will he, be... he doesn't, he doesn't play, Greg. He's in the he's in the squad. He's on the bench for Champions League stuff and and that now. He's not first choice, but uh, keep an eye on the Setford brothers. They are very very good. Um. So yeah. So that moves us on to um. I said with League Cup. Don't what we'll finish with the League Cup here because that takes on to next week and we'll finish on a high hopefully. Um. So let's get into the Premier League. We're in this. We're still. It's the second half of these Premier League fixtures, Craig. Uh. We did the first half last week. These teams that we're going to talk about now have had their little winter break. Um. So <laughs> Been in, been in Dubai for a week, mate. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they've had, they've had a nice little break, these clubs. So let's get into it. So we start on Saturday. No game of price. Saturday, 12.30 kickoff. This is one on TNT Sports. Yeah. Arsenal entertaining Crystal Palace. No, um, Crystal Palace, obviously, there's a lot of talk around Roy Hodgson. And we, we, they're already looking for the new manager. And Roy's helping them with that. We know that. Um, Palace, they haven't done anything in the market this month as we sort of I didn't expect them to do a whole lot, uh, given we don't think they're in trouble, or we know they're not in trouble particularly. Against an Arsenal team, Craig, who currently sits in fourth place, um, five points off Liverpool. Um, probably not quite where Arsenal would want to be. They they obviously are not going for that striker that a lot of us think they need, Craig, um, for this window. I, I And we'll get on to this. I, I still think if... Mikel Arteta thinks they need a striker. I and if if they think if they thought Craig that a dozen goals from Ivan Tony would win them the title, whether you think Tony is worth eighty million or or whatever you think of him, I'd just go do it. I think you'd look back in ten years when you win the title and think, who cares what you paid for Ivan Tony now? If I was Arsenal, I would do it, Craig. I really would. Um, I don't think I don't think Tony's I don't Tony's not worth eighty million. Of course he isn't. But if he could get you those ten goals, that could get you over the line. I would do it. 
But Graham, that, that doesn't that doesn't doesn't work like that. We both thought it doesn't work like that, right? He, no, I don't think I don't think they've got eighty million there waiting to be spent. No. I must admit. You can't you can't predict the future. That he, look, he hasn't played for such a long period, and people mm-hmm. got excited that he scored a hat trick for the, the the B team last week, and I'm like, who cares? It's just minutes in his legs. Uh, I wouldn't have been concerned if he didn't score. If he'd scored five, it makes no difference to me. It's it's a B team fixture with uh, a high level football player. Um, I think he owes Brentford for for obviously being out for all that time where they've supported him. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think he's worth anywhere near that amount of money either. Um, I, I Look, I think the problem the problem that Arsenal have got a little bit, Graham, and it, 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 I'm, I'm going to raise it again, is where they play Kai Havertz. Um, you know, he, he is a very, very, very good football player, no doubt about it. But I, I got, I heard a stat the other day, Graham, and I, I need to check if this is true, right? That he's had four shots on target this season, scored four goals. And that can't be right. He's got to have more than four shots on target over the course of the season. I just don't believe that to be the case. I need to find out if that is genuine or not. But I, I heard it on mm. Talk Sport when I was Brian. I, I need to pull Although, if you remember, he was signed to play midfield. I stated in the summer he was signed to play midfield. Yeah. And, 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 and Graham, has that, has that, impacted Martin Odegaard because um, I'm suggest that yes it has because Martin Odegaard got 15 league goals last season now mm-hmm. he's got a handful this season so far um, so I, I do because they're both left footed both playing the same kind of channels if you like if he's playing in midfield I think it has Im- has impacted um, because if, if you recall when they, they signed Declan Rice thought both you and I commented that maybe that releases Odegaard to, to play even further uh, up and, and have less responsibility in that middle of the park defensive side of the game or even covering ground, covering space, tracking men. Um, it's probably had the opposite effect with, with signing Kai Harvards. Um Gabriel Jesus doesn't score enough goal, goals, Greg. Um, I, I was going to say, I was going to bring up, I think that's the elephant in the room here though, Greg. We're talking Havertz and Odegaard, but this, the, the problem here is that their um, major signing to play centre-forward. Gabriel Jesus, and we know again, Arteta signed him to play centre-forward. Whether you think he is or not, that's where he signed him to play. Yeah. He played, signed him to play centre-forward. He, he costs, what, £50 million? Yeah. And he just isn't the answer at centre-forward. What, 11 goals last season? Obviously, he's been injured a lot this year, but 3-15 and 15 this year. Yeah. I, I think that intrinsically is the problem for Arsenal. Their striker is, is, not, is just not good enough uh, Eddie, 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 Eddie and Ketty has got the most league goals, Graham. It's a frightening, yeah, and we're we're nearly we're midway in January, and five, yeah, yeah, that that that's a, that's a quite a frightening thought, isn't it? Especially with and Ketty isn't having this standout season himself. I believe they're even looking I, 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 questioning I, I, on him at Graham, some I point. I don't think Arsenal. Are. I don't think Arsenal. Are. I know. I know they're right up there. They're right in the mix. Um, they haven't quite. They haven't quite. They, they seem to be like. They're like a, a Grand Prix engine that isn't quite firing on all cylinders. That's uh, and I, I thought the same as City, but I think they're getting going now with the Bayern. But Arsenal just haven't quite. And I thought I thought the same with Liverpool until a few weeks ago, Craig. And then they've got it going again. I think yeah. Arsenal just just haven't quite hit hit. They haven't quite hit the height, heights yet. No, they, I, I don't. I don't think they have, Grimmon. And this is what I've said. Pro- so, so actually, I'm just looking there. Sorry, they're looking there. If you look at the four, the the, the goals four column, um, yeah. in the Premier League, the, the top five, Arsenal yeah. stand out like a sore thumb there. Thirty-seven, 
and then you then you go to the next the next best is Villa and Liverpool forty three, yeah. um, Tottenham forty four, and Man City forty eight. They are way behind their rivals in terms of goals scored. Yes, they would argue the better the better in defence, but you need to score goals to win games. Yeah, I don't I, I don't I don't disagree with you, Graham. And and I think I'd said to you all along the the the, the issue for the Premier League uh, second half of the season is I think Manchester City are. Uh, a different Man City this year than they've been. I've said this to you all along, Grim, and I've, I've seen them live on numerous occasions. They're like West Germany now. They're just functional. They're a functional team. They they, they, they keep possession sometimes for the sake of keeping possession. Uh, but then they can kill you. And I think second half of the season, with De Bruyne back, with Haaland coming back, I think they're going to walk. I think they're going to win the title by seven, eight points. And what about, just to, obviously we're not doing Arsenal, but just that, because Man City aren't on this week, but that De Bruyne cameo, at Newcastle, wow! Has it been has it been a better twenty five minutes of any player this season? It was a joke. Unbelievable! Oh, and oh, I tell oh, you, looks oh, looks looks good. Well, looks good with his long hair, doesn't he? Looks he does good. look good with his. Yeah, it's, it's one of the things that my, my little lad noticed straight away was his was his his changing his hairstyle. Um, Chris, Crystal Palace, mate. Um, do you want to comment on them? I, I think Roy Hodgson's done a, a, a brilliant job at Palace, and um, mm-hmm. he's coming in for criticism just now from from. Palace. They were really poor in midweek, though, weren't they? Yeah, they're they're really poor. The but they've got the squad that they've got. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, and we spoke about it in the summer, they're not going to spend the hundred million uh over the, the, the course of this season. They're going to spend more money next season because the profit sustainability that year then rolls mm-hmm. off. Do you know what I mean? So they, they, they and, and, and with a new manager with a new manager coming in, Craig, as well. There's no point in spending yeah, a lot of money no, this month. What no. once if you spend you're going to spend forty million pounds on a player and if it is Steve Cooper who comes in and says, Oh, I'm not really fancy him, what did you spend that money for? There is a reason into that as well. Yeah, it's not, and I, I think Steve Cooper and Roy Hodgson, Roy Hodgson's on a different level, Graham, on a different level. And, and I'm just surmising, Steve. We know Steve Cooper's yeah, in for it. We know, it, we know, no, we know yeah. He deserves yeah. more respect, Roy Hodgson, for the job that he's done. Yeah. yeah. That he's had, the manager that he is and the man that he is. He deserves so, mm-hmm. so much more respect than, you know, I'm, I'm hearing radio shows and phone-ins and mm. I, I, I scratch my head and think, this, this guy's done more, more for keeping Crystal Palace in the Premier League. They've been in the Premier League for 10 years in a row now, mate. A lot of football fans are like the um, life of Brian, though, isn't it? It's a it's a Roman yeah. thing, yeah. But what what have you done for us lately? You know, you've yeah. you've you've, you've done yeah. that. But what have you done for us lately? So on to the result, Craig. Um, I think um, I don't think this suits Palace. This game, yeah, I right. really don't. They were, they were they were horrific in midweek, um, but Arsenal they're not scoring goals. So I'm going to say two nil Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Arsenal gonna... should be a lot more. Well, I think Arsenal might have attacking players on the pitch, Graham. I think they might have. Um, Alisi playing, right? So if Alisi's playing, Edward's playing, and maybe is 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 a fair thing. I think I think he is, isn't he? So if they have those three, I think they'll score. I think Arsenal score two. Arsenal two. Palace one. Palace don't score enough goals, mate. No, it's something, that, and that's part of the reason they moved on over to change, and we see the so Palace trying to try and change. We'll see goals we'll, Palace this season, mate. Yeah, and we'll see who. Um, so Luton we'll have scored who, more. Great, Luton have scored more than Palace. Yeah, it's frightening, isn't it? So we'll see how they, how what they do, um, in the in the run up to the end of the season when we will. I think they'll confirm the match in soon, but we'll see. We'll keep you abreast of that situation. On to the second game on Saturday, which is a five thirty kickoff at the G Tech Community Stadium, live on Sky Sports. Brentford hosting Nottingham Forest. Brentford, who, um, wow, um, so Brentford really in trouble, Brentford in trouble. yeah. 
And Joe, what Craig's not nothing better sums that up by their loan signing of Sergio Reguilón from Tottenham. Um, you know, you're not telling you're not telling me that Sergio Reguilón was coming up in any sort, unless their analytics, unless they were searching for a left back who speaks Spanish and is already based in London. I don't see what analytical search that he comes up on top, Craig. I really don't. Um, and that sums up the, the, the they're not panic buying, but they're not far away. Uh, they're scrambling around. Even to, but even Tony is he's back for this weekend, isn't he, Craig? He's available. Believe he is. Saturday. I believe that he'll be playing. Um, I think he'll play. I think he'll start. I think he'll inspire Brentford to the win. Will he score? Wow, well, but obviously, obviously live on TV. I think there's a good chance he will, Craig. Um, this Forest team are a lot more. Um, but looking, looking really interesting under Nuno. Actually, to be fair, okay. I think they're looking a lot better. Um, Chris Wood suddenly Chris Wood looks like a player. I think it'll be an interesting game, Miss. I think this could be a little cracker. Do you know what, Craig? I think this could be a little cracker of a game, Miss. I think it's got all the ingredients. I think Forest. I think Brentford three, not in Forest two. I think Tony has scored. I think it's a big, really, really good game. Yeah, it, it kind of makes a little bit of a mockery of the, the winter break, doesn't it? That. Um that Forest basically had that cup replay. So, mm. so oh, they didn't play last weekend, but they played midweek. So, I, I'm not sure that works, but anyway. That's the wrong fault. Though. Should have, if, if, you can't, if, if you can't beat Blackpool at home, then there you go. Yeah, listen, I, I, I get that. I just think you, mm. you mentioned the timing of the winter break and last, yeah. on the last pod and, you know, me too. Um, and when the FA Cup start, I, I just think things can be worked out better where, the, the the cup competitions are sacred in this country. They need to be respected and they should be taking priority in the calendar. Uh, that's that's my opinion. I think mm. Forrest will get a draw here. I can't see. So Brentford have lost the last five in a row, haven't they? Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going Forrest win. Brentford won Forrest too. Um, maybe Ivan Tony scores. Don't know. Yeah, regular Antonio, I think I'd give him a boost anyway. On to Sunday, again, we have a split between TNT and Sky Sports. The first game, again, is on TNT Sports. It's at Bramall Lane. Sheffield United hosting West Ham United. We haven't seen as much business from Sheffield United, Craig. I thought, I thought obviously, they tried. I thought they would have brought a few more in by now, Sheffield United. You know, it's, I, I know, still, know I it's not still, easy. I think they're still there. Yeah, they're going to try. But they are eight points adrift now, Craig, really, Sheffield United. They are banging trouble. Against the West Ham team, who without Mohamed Kudos, I think he scored two goals against Egypt. I saw, I saw the other day. Look, he looks mightily impressive, that boy. He really does. You know, when he was bit, we and we we're not being wise in hindsight, Greg. We banged the drum. We said Manchester, why aren't you signing Mohamed Manchester United? Why aren't you signing Mohamed Kudos? And we said that last summer, Craig, didn't we? We he both did. said it, and he should have signed him. And when you had it, like a former tenant, it just, <laughs> it, sometimes clubs just overthink things sometimes, and that was one of those instances. Um, West Ham, who were in for Calvin Phillips, are looking at a few deals. Um, for, I think they are being linked after Emil Smith-Rowe. Which I could see Emil Smith-Rowe there, Craig, is sort of filling. They want someone, I think with Ben Ram possibly going and stuff, I could see something like that. I think West Ham will do a couple of bits and pieces before the window. Currently in sixth place. Um, I think the top five are probably separated now. But West Ham, best of the rest. So as good as you can hope for at this stage, really. above. Um, you can't beat what's put in front of you. Um, to be fair to them, um, obviously they had the terrible performance at Bristol City in the cup, but um, 
unless you are to the top five, you know, you're gonna there's ups and downs for all these teams, Greg. You know, I think I don't see West Ham having an issue here. I think that Bristol City game actually was a good test, was a good grounding for them ahead of this game. Um, because they won't repeat the mistakes, they'll be a better team. And I think they'll be um coming away with three points. It won't be easy, it won't be a pretty game, I don't think. Someone like Sucha would have been Sheffield United nil, West Ham won. Um I think it's a must win for Sheffield United. Must win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 we're not even beyond that point, Greg, maybe, yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. I guess we, we never are, I guess, but you know, two, yeah, two wins from two two wins from twenty is, is really bad, isn't it? I think West Ham without their their key players, Jared Boyne's out injured, isn't he, Graham? So Yeah, picking up Paqueta, Kudos or Boyne, yeah. Yeah, I can't see him Sheffield United two, West Ham one. I I just think Sheffield United will go for it and they've got to unleash their attacking players. I think Ben Brereton Diaz well, must play. Um, yeah, and so sure, we, we would we see will we see Danny Ings? Danny Ings needs to play maybe for West Ham and yeah, um, but again, as a highest paid player, which I thought was a staggering fact of that he's West Ham's highest paid player. Um, right, okay, we did on that one actually. It's amazing. I would have thought we'd have gone the other way there, Greg. But I've actually gone for a West Ham win. I, I, I think West Ham are the better team, Graham. I just think they're missing missing the goals from the team. Um, I yeah, think, and Boomer looks good. He looks short on confidence, but yeah, hey, he might well, do him good playing. But we'll, uh, he needs to go. So with those players out, I think unless Ward Prowse delivers a a free kick mm. in the top corner or a brilliant corner, and Sue checks attacking it in the air, I'm not sure where the goals come mm. from. Yeah, to be fair, West Ham. You know, if you if you take out a team's best three players, there's of not course. many teams in the world. There's not many teams in the world who could cope, who could cope with that. Is there? Um, mm. On to the four thirty game, which is at the Vitality Stadium, live on Sky Sports. Bournemouth hosting Liverpool. Liverpool, who are top of the table, Craig, they suddenly, you know, I still haven't, you know, they, they've really come on since um, the last six weeks, Liverpool. Obviously, yeah. there's no more Salah there at the moment. He's at the AFCON. Um, but, you know, they've got their front five is really, really good, really strong, and they're prepared for it. They, they beat Newcastle last time out with um, a relatively comfortable 4-2 win for them in the end. It was a good game, and I thought they were by far the better team in that game, to be honest. Um, I thought it flattered Newcastle, if anything. Um, against the Bournemouth team, who started to play well, Craig, now Bournemouth starting to play the team who I thought they would be a bit early in the season. Um, actually, I didn't realize, it's first three second in the form table here, Craig. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, obviously, Bournemouth, poor performance at Tottenham last time out. I didn't think they... They, they didn't do themselves justice last time out um, at Tottenham. They should have really done a lot better. This won't be easy for Liverpool, Craig. It really won't. Oh, you have to think, though, that Liverpool are only one... Def- it's, obviously, Liverpool aren't going to lose this game. Are no. they going to win? Yes, I think they might. 2-1 Liverpool, but it's going to be a tester. Mm. 2-1. Yeah, I think Liverpool be, will be Man City's closest competitors. Um Look for for the sake of the Premier League, I I think I prefer Liverpool to win it, Graham. And I, I, City are going to win it. I, I, I firmly believe City are going to win it. Um, I think for the the competition, it'd be better if Liverpool won it, um, just to keep us relevant. Uh, we don't want to turn into a Scotland scenario, do we? Where it'd be wonderful if Villa won it. Then. Be, I, listen, if Villa won it. I would dance in the streets. I would love it if Villa won it, Graham. I've said this all along. Like if Villa, I, I want a Villa or a Tottenham. A, a team to to you know I, I I was buzzing. I'm not a Leicester fan. I, I've got no associates with Leicester. If anything, I just like them after they knocked us and beat us in the cup final uh, all those years ago. But 
fair play to them. When when Leicester won the league, I was absolutely delighted. I thought brilliant. I was, you know, Claudio's a friend of mine anyway, so I was delighted for Claudio. Um, but I was delighted for Leicester, for the fans, for the Premier League. I, I'd like I'd like Liverpool, Villa, or Tottenham to win the league. I think I think City are going to win it. Uh, Bournemouth. Listen to, to give Bournemouth a lot of credit, mate. I think. Um, you called it early doors when the gaffer went in that he'd be good. It, it took him a long time to get his ideas across. Since then, I think they've been very, very, very good. Um, Liverpool mm. lost once all season. That was that controversial defeat against Tottenham. They're not going to lose here. Um, they're going to win. They're going to score two goals. Bournemouth one, Liverpool two. On to Monday game, which is on TNT Sports. We have Brighton hosting Wolverhampton Wanderers at the... Amex Stadium. Wolves up to 11th now, Craig, on 28th. Yeah. i tell you what, if they hadn't lost their... How many did points did we work out for them? Was it seven to nine points yeah. we worked out? They lost because yeah. of VR. Yeah. If they'd had those points now, Craig, they would be in sixth place. Yeah. And I think on form, that's about accurate. They're fifth in the form table. Yeah. They play some great football. Yeah. Um, They haven't got Huang at the moment, but hey, they're coping well without him at the minute. Um, Lovely 3-0 win. Over and last time, Matthias Cooney, one of your favourites oh, on the score sheet, league. Craig. Yeah, um, they're, they're putting this together now, and you know, Neto's back again now, Craig. They've let Kladzic go out. I think we'll bring in, I think we'll see another striker go in there at some point, but you know, they've let Neto out. Um, the bench is quite strong now. Uh, yeah, Wolves are looking good. Uh, Brighton, so so, they've they managed to capture Valentino. Barco, the young Argentinian who joined him in February, is currently on Olympic duty with uh, Argentina. Um, wonderful talent. They got the draw at the um, at the Olympic Stadium last time, London Stadium. Sorry, I should say. Brighton dominated that game. Do you see? Do you see the stats on that game, yeah. Greg? Yeah. Um, they nearly thrown away a team, sixty-eight percent possession. Yeah. Which was staggering, I thought. Yeah. Um. So this is an interesting game. I tell you what, this is a really good game, Miss Craig. This is a proper two group, very very good footballing teams going at it head to head. Brighton have been a bit. Craig, Craig, I, I, I want to see. I want to see second half of the season. But I want to see João Pedro start every game. I want to see him start every game for Brighton because I I mm. I think he, I think he, I can I think he can get fifteen goals a season if he starts every game. Mm. Well, and obviously Matoma's not there for Brighton oh, in this game either. Um, Ferguson's there. I'm going to edge towards Brighton two one, but I think a big good game. It wouldn't surprise me if Wolves get something here, but I'm going to say Brighton two one just because they're at home. I'm going to give them that advantage. Graham, I'm going to give Gary O'Neill a massive compliment here. I think this is two of the best coach teams in the Premier League going head to head. I think Wolves. The way they play, the way they coach, the way they're structured. I think Gary O'Neill's done a magnificent job. I think he, he's taken what he did at Brighton and taken it to a whole new level at Wolves. Um, and you know, you you've you've commented uh, about uh, Eddie Howe potentially being a future England manager. I think Gary O'Neill could be a future England manager. He's clearly a student of the game. He's clearly an exceptional coach. But I also like how he's managed as well. In terms of he had an issue with ill discipline in the squad, and he dealt with it. He dealt with it, and he made clear to the public that he was dealing with it as well. Um, and I think I think the players will respect him for that. I think Brighton, along with Man City, uh, are probably the best coach team in the Premier League. 
Uh, I, I just think the Zerbi's elite. Uh, I could see him being the next Man City manager or Real Madrid. That's a that's a level I think he's at. Uh, and again, if 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 Manchester United wanted to have a, a proper rebuild um, and a man to lead, he would be the man for me. There'd be no nobody else. He would be the one, the only choice. For who? For who did you say, Man City? Is it not for Manchester United? I, I think. Oh, I, right, okay. I think he will mm. actually for Man City. I think he could replace Pep eventually, right? I think he could replace uh, Ancelotti at Real Madrid. With Man United sees about a rebuild uh, and and changing their football project, then there's only one name, and that's De Zerbi. I think De Zerbi's Brighton win this game just two one. And just on Matthias Cunha, mate, without doubt, he is one of my favourite players to watch in the Premier League. And if he could put the ball in the back end of the net on a regular basis, if he could get fifteen to eighteen goals a season. He'd be playing, and we and I know I'm saying an elite club. He came from Atletico Madrid. He's already at an elite club, but he is exceptional. What a talent he is. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens with them. Um, obviously, not Sunday night, but we'll uh, we'll discuss. I think their manager situation will come up in the future. So Me I imagine Deserbi's name will be in the mix. It isn't in the mix of Real Madrid. Marcus Ancelotti signed his new contract there. Yeah. But that's us for the Premier League. Let's move on to the Championship now, Craig. We have a full schedule starting Friday night. It's a big game Friday night. It's uh, it's not quite a northeast derby, but uh, Sunderland hosting Hull City at the Stadium Light. Seven thirty is nine for only a point between them. It's, it's going to be a fascinating contest. This Sunderland um, up and down so far under Michael Beale. Lost Ipswich last week, as one of us predicted. Um, Hull, though, have lost to two games which they really shouldn't be losing, Craig. You know, I, yeah. I think we spoke off part, off part about Hull. You know, they've lost the strikers. Liam Palmer's been, injured. They've been really poor. So, so I think I think in in since the. Since the turn of the year, there's only um, Blackburn Rovers with worse form than... Uh... Yeah, they're, they're towards the bottom of the form table. So, Hull need to get this going. They've got Fabio Carvalho on board now, who can be a, who Top can be player. one of the best players in this division. Yeah. Um, Carvalho versus Clark in this game, it'll be fascinating to see. Um, Sunderland, if you think they've got hopes of the playoffs, obviously, I don't think... I, I, I still fancy Hull on Sutherland in terms of the playoffs, but fascinating game, this one. I think it'll all end all square in a one-all draw. Yeah. Live on Sky Sports, this one. Do you know what, Greg? I'm looking forward to the game. Um, I watched Sunderland play uh, last week on TV uh, against Ipswich, and Jack Clark scored yet again. Another another brilliant goal away from home. Did I give you that stat, mate, last week? In terms of Sunderland's yeah. form? With Jack Clark scoring so, the goals. Yeah, so Sunderland scored 14 yeah. goals away from home and Jack Clark had scored 10 of them. Make that, make that yeah. in a way. She only scored two at home, only scored two at the stadium like this season. Um, Hull's formed really poor. Um, missing both the strikers out, the Delap and, and Connolly both both out injured. Um, Sunderland don't have a striker to play. Well, they do, they have four, but um, Michael Beale doesn't have faith in any of them. Um, mm. I don't think any of them are particularly ready to play in the in the championship. Um, yeah, it's the first time I've really seen that Ukrainian guy against Newcastle, Craig, and I thought, um, yeah, I thought he was miles off it, to be fair. I thought he, he looked miles he, off he, it. Isn't, he's lightweight. Um, he's, he's small. He works hard. The one the one thing I'll say is he, he, he puts in a shift, um, but he's not particularly good in the air. He's not particularly quick, not particularly dynamic. Um, he's had a couple of shots from outside the box, one that hit the post. He, look, he, he's okay, Graham. I don't think he's the answer mm. for he's trying to get. No, promoted. Um, Hull, Hull City stuttering. Hull City. I think this is a game where 
it will be a moment of magic from a Jack Clark or a Fabio Cavalli or that could win it. Um, I was at a brilliant game here last season, going a four-all draw. And do you know what I said before the game? I don't think there'll be goals in this. I think it'll be nil-nil, <laughs> one-nil either way, and it was four-four. Um, I don't think it'll be four-four, one-all draw, cancel each other out, pal. On to Saturday, we have a twelve thirty kickoff live on Sky Sports again. Swansea hosting in form Southampton. Southampton are playing some wonderful stuff now. They really yeah. are. They haven't done much in transfer market, but I think we'll do a bit more. Chadams has, has stayed there. If he stays there, that's a huge bonus for them, having him as a, even a backup striker. You know? um, Southampton, um, yeah, they, 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 they've adapted very quickly. The most thought to this Russell Martin style. As I said the top three... Um, will be Leicester Southampton leads in this division, no questions about it. And Southampton currently in pole position to get second place, and they will have no problems dispatching of Luke Williams' Swansea here. Russell Martin back to Swansea. Uh, he's gonna leave with a smile on his face. Swansea nil, Southampton three. Comfortable yeah. win, yeah. Listen, I, I was at Birmingham Swansea last week, as you know. Um, the one thing that, that surprised me, Graham, was how many chances Swansea conceded. Um, the overplay from the back um, was really, really interesting. The one, the one play that uh, did stand out for me was was Harry Darling, uh, who played at right mm. back. Obviously, Alan came at centre half. Um, but he's, from attacking set players, Graham, you want everything in the air. Um, the way they set up, they had three blockers, and Darling got the run on time and time. It, it was it was really good to watch and really difficult to defend against. Um, I think Southampton and I think Adam Armstrong's the first player in England this year to hit uh, double figures, goals and assists. And I know that he is the first player to hit double figures, goals and assists in England this year. Um, I think he'll be on the, the score sheet again. Uh, I've got to say the the, the, the centre-back pairing at, at Swansea, Graham, was so open. And if playing against Adam Armstrong, they've got no chance. If they if they play like that, he'll have a field there. Swansea won, Southampton three, as Russell Martin goes back to his own old stamping ground. Oh, so three o'clock's Blackburn hosting oh, Huddersfield at Ewood Park, Huddersfield. Um, you know, they had the, the draw we played last time out. I thought Plymouth would get something from the game. You I think did. they should have won. Um, did you see the owners in the game, mate? From from no, he, he, he tweeted just one word unacceptable. The, the men have a few signs, though. They're, they're investing a bit at Huddersfield, aren't they? Yeah. Making a few signings, Craig. Yeah, so so I, I think. I think we will see some improvement there. Blackburn, wow, it really isn't going well for Blackburn, Craig, is it? Um, I don't think it's getting any better here, Craig. I don't think Blackburn win this either. I think they'll still go there and get a, the point they want. Um, Darmill will want a point here, and I think he'll get it. Blackburn won, Huddersfield won. Maybe nil-nil, but I'll go well. Yeah, Graham, look, the, the only game... This is this is unbelievable, this, Graham. This is unbelievable. Joey spoke last year about um, Blackburn being win lose win lose and and mm-hmm. <laughs> it not much different now. Graham, they've drawn two this season, right? Mm-hmm. Both games two two, both games against Rotherham, home and away. They've lost and lost lost the, the same lost the same match as game as Rotherham, which is not a good start. If no, you're it's not. And, and and look, I think Huddersfield go here and they can't lose. They cannot lose this game, and I I agree with you. Whoa. One all draw. Um, I can't believe I'm predicting a Blackburn draw. 
In May, I'm going to change. Yeah. Say Blackburn one. No, I'm going to say Blackburn two, Huddersfield one. Blackburn win. On to Bristol City versus Watford. Bristol City obviously vanquished West Ham in midweek. Um, it's a rebuild there. Um, they look okay, Bristol City. You know, I think they'll be a lot better next season against the Watford team who are uh, one point off the playoffs at the moment. Yep. Going pretty strong. Good way yeah. to keep the last time out. I think Watford go to Bristol City and win. Chris. I think they're the better team. Bristol City nil. Watford two. I think Watford are real dark horses for this playoff spot. Yeah, so if Watford can get, they've got individuals that can that can destroy teams. You know, I, I and by the way, what what a bit of a a resurgence in recent weeks. Jake Livermore's had three goals in his last four games. I think Graham. Um, fair play. We didn't didn't see that coming. Um. I think it'll be a draw. I think Bristol City will not want to lose at home and they're not going to. Bristol City won, Watford won. Middlesbrough taking on Rotherham, Yorkshire Derby here. Middlesbrough, point off the playoffs, are in the mix as well. They've got a League Cup, which we'll talk about in a minute to look forward to next weekend. Uh, Spinners that should be involved. Uh, for this one, Morgan Rogers subjected a bid from Aston Villa, Craig, as we've seen. Be interested to see if he plays. Um, it doesn't really matter what team Millsbury out. They're going to win this game, Craig, pretty comfortably. Millsbury two, Rotherham now. Again, Millsbury team that don't don't draw very often. Since the twenty third of September, they've drawn one game. That three all uh, Barmy game against Plymouth Argyle away from home. Uh, this is the ultimate revenge mission mission for Middlesbrough, isn't it? Can you remember the game where they went to to Rotherham and lost one nil after absolutely dominating mm. the, the the proceedings? Um. Middlesbrough four, um, Rotherham nil, and he's a prediction for you. I'm going to make Graham Dan Balassa, who celebrated his 27th birthday during the week, will score his first Middlesbrough goal, and that will come against his old club, Rotherham United. And and it, it's telling me that Balassa was a goal scorer at uh, at Rotherham. I know he scored a lot of goals in in League One, mm-hmm. um, but I think he's due a goal. And I I think he's for Middlesbrough. He's one of the Unsung heroes this season. I think he's done exceptionally well. Four um, nil Middlesbrough. He's been okay, exceptionally well. Is a bit of an overstatement when it comes to him. Uh, Norwich taking on West Brom at Carroll Road. Norwich, who are in eleventh place, a few points off the playoffs. Yeah, As we said, West Brom in fifth place. They are the strong, but they keep they keep losing the odd one. West Brom, but they're getting the real decent Defend results really well, going, going now. Really well. Norwich, who had a good win last week, John Raw. If Norwich could keep John Raw this window, oh, they'll yeah. be doing well. I think I think they're probably thankful that people aren't panic buying because if the Premier League clubs were panic buying, I think oh. John Raw would be very high up yeah, on the list. Yeah. And I think he will go in the summer. You see, I t- I, I think someone um, someone said this to me. Crystal Palace fans said they'd like to see John Raw uh, their players yeah. to replace yeah. Michael Alicia, and I could see that all day. Long. All day long. Uh, good good game, this one. Depends which West Brom turn up. I do get frustrated by West Brom. I've seen West Brom put in some good performances. I've seen them live and they were terrible. Um, but they are a good team. Norris won, West Brom two. And um, yeah, David Wagner under. I think it's going to start coming under pressure at Norris Craig, but I think West Brom win this 2 1. Yeah, look, I, I think we saw them on TV last week, didn't they? Where they beat Hall, thought Hall were really poor. Um, and and Raw scored. Listen, all started well. I thought I don't think it was a particularly good game. Norwich, Norwich for me were were average until Raw scored a brilliant goal, and then uh, Fasnet sealed it late on before Hull got a, a late consolation. Um, you know, 
one one of one of the the better players in the championship room players for Norwich every week in in Gabriel Sara who's right listen he wasn't cheap was he was on 10 12 million pounds he's, he's, he's he hasn't been a cheap player from Sao, Sao Paulo um I don't expect him to be at Norwich next season Graham I expect him to be in the Premier League or the Bundesliga or La Liga um, Norwich won't be in the Premier League Norwich won West Brom won he's going to come back against play what I think is on average, the one of the best players in the championship is Jed Wallace. He puts in performance after performance for West Brom. Oh, he really does. Jed he's absolute standout. Jed Wallace is top draw, um, but he's earning mm. a lot of money as well. You know, that'll be, that'll, Sorry, that'll be that'll be a, that should be a, a decent game. That mm. Plymouth saying in Cardiff at home park. Plymouth who uh, made a ratchet new. Uh, uh, Brought in a host of new players for Ian Foster. He's brought in three of his England squads. Greg Ashley Phillips, brilliant signing from Tottenham, the centre half. Yeah. Um, Alfie Devine has gone recall from his loan spell. Paul Bell has gone to Plymouth. And Darko Giabi, Matty Sorinola is coming at right back. So he's attracted a few players here yeah, at Plymouth. They're looking play. good. Confidence is high. They're yeah. keeping Whitaker by Mumba. Um, and I think at home, I think they'll have, have everything in the need to win this game. Be tough, but I think I'm going Plymouth two, Cardiff one. Grimmer, I I uh, actually agree with you. I think I think Cardiff Cardiff form's gone a little bit underrated. I think they've done really well. Um, three points off the playoffs. The, the league table's a bit crazy because they're three points off the playoffs in thirteenth. Um, I think Plymouth, the way they play, the way they attack, the way they go at teams, Whitaker's Whitaker's probably been the best striker in the championship this season. Um. He'll be on the score sheet again. Plymouth 2, Cardiff 1. Uh, good little derby here, Craig. QPR hosting Millwall at Loftus Road. Oh. Millwall coming off the back of the home loss to Middlesbrough, though. That one of the us did. That the tail, of yeah, you did. The tail of the tape, though. I spoke to quite a lot of people this game, and they were um, Mills, not, not fortunate necessarily to win, but Millwall played really, really well in that game, Greg, and they had some great chances, which you've got to take your chances at this level, but nearly 60% possession. They played really well, and we said actually before the game, Greg, Millwall were in good form. So they, are, they, are, they do show some good form. QPR has dropped off massively, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm predicting a shock win here. I think QPR won Millwall too. I think Millwall has been showing good form and they continue with a good win um, across London here. Yeah, I think QPR have been really poor. Um, are they going to go down? I think they might do. I think they might do. Um, they need, need to find some form. Don't they're going to win here? QPR won, Millwall won. Sheffield Wednesday hosting Coventry City. Coventry in fine form. They really are the excellent win over Leicester last week when um, even going to go down against a Sheffield Wednesday team who are they're really, they're really trying the best, Craig yeah. Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. and, and giving themselves a chance here. Um, Pooh lost to Southampton last time out, but hey, a lot of teams this division lose lose comfortably at Southampton. That's no disrespect to that. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, I think they'll make it really hard for Coventry. Yeah. Um, but Coventry playing so well, I'm going to give Coventry the benefit of the doubt a two-one win, but it wouldn't surprise me if Sheffield gets something here. But I'm going to say Sheffield won Coventry two. Yeah, it's the game I'm going to this weekend, mate. Um, I think. I think Sheffield Wednesday will press high. Have, have they got in them to get a couple of goals? Don't think they have. I think they might get one. Coventry defend well. Um, I only got Sheffield Wednesday one, Coventry two, just in, in quite a quite a tight game. Stoke City hosting Birmingham. Birmingham, who um, lost on the tournament, or Drew last day on the tournament, but they lost, they lost my... Um, 
Um, my coupon, I should say, Craig, they did cost me in that Birmingham Tony Mowbray scene. I've been with Tony for costing me some money in that one. Um, I really thought they were going to beat Swansea last week. I really did. Um, Stoke, who are playing interesting stuff under, under Stephen Schumacher, Craig. You know, he's play, he's performing well. He's got them really solid now. Um, yeah, I think he's one for. I think Stoke are one to watch for the next season, Craig. They really are. With this mid-season appointment, we said I'm this, haven't we? I like Stephen Schumacher. I think Stoke will back him. I think it's oh, I think it's a tough game for Birmingham, Miss Craig. Me too. I do. Me too. I've got to go. Oh, I'm going to draw one all because the resilience is shown to come back against Swansea. But if anyone's going to win this, it'll be Stoke. But I'm going to say one all. Yeah, look, I think I was at the Birmingham game last week, Graham, and and you can see clearly the players lack confidence. Um, from from the run of form they've been on, they actually dominated chances. They had a lot of good chances that they didn't take. Um, but Jordan James came on and scored a, a brilliant, brilliant goal for them to in the ninety fifth minute to get them a, a deserved goal. They, they, they certainly didn't deserve to lose against Swansea. They won in the cup midweek. Um, it was a much changed Birmingham against a much much changed Hull. I don't think there's too much to read into that game. Um, I think they'll go here and try and show some resilience. One player who did impress me, Graham, uh, was Sarika Dembele. Um, mm. on, on, on the break, on the transition, he was lightning quick, tricky on the ball. I think away from home in particular, he'll be a real asset for Birmingham. Uh, they need to get points on the table to, to stay up this season. Obviously, Stoke won the last week with that, that brilliant uh, Lewis Baker free kick against Rotherham. Um, there won't be a lot of goals in this, mate, I don't think. Um Stoke City 1, Birmingham 1. On to the Sunday game. Leeds hosting Preston and Ellen Road on Sky Sports at 12 o'clock. Leeds really impressive last week. Yeah. Um, one of us predicted a big Leeds win in South Wales last weekend. Yeah. They went and got it. 2-3-0 wins in a row. Leeds are up there. Them, the, them, the three big boys are going to start uh, pulling away. Sounds and Leeds are really catching up with Leicester now. Them three are going to pull away. Yeah. Um and part of this will be Leeds hammering of Preston here. Leeds four, Preston one. Yeah, Graham, I I agree with you. I think this will be a hammering as well. Is this a repeat, Graham? These fixtures, the all repeat of the Boxing Day fixture. I think they are. Yeah, Preston beat them two one on that day. Yeah, but I think all of the fixtures. I think Middlesbrough lost on on Boxing Day to. Oh yeah, yeah, you're quite right. I, I think I think they're a repeat. Should have Wednesday in Coventry. I, I, I might be wrong. Should I, they, all no, it rings a bell. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, um, I agree with you. Leeds are gonna Leeds are gonna bot Preston here. Leeds United five, Preston nil. Um, and the top two face each other on Monday night football eight o'clock, live on Sky. Ipswich, you know the it sums up where we are in the Championship. Greg Leicester trying to sign Sensi, the Italian mid international from Inter Milan, while Ipswich are trying to sign Marvin Johnson from Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. That sums up the difference between these two sides. Kimi kind of do a wonderful job, but Leicester live on TV will send out the the uh, the signal to the rest of the league. They will they will make sure that the rest of the league know that they are the best team in the league, which they are. They've got the best squad in the league, and they're going to beat Ipswich three one. Yeah, Leicester three, Ipswich nil. I think Leicester have far, far, far too much in the ring. Indeed, and that's no disrespect to um to Ipswich at all, is it? It's just where they are in terms of everything in the process. On to League One. 
went to Bristol Rovers entertaining a Blackpool. Blackpool, not, not a million miles away from Plows Creek, doing okay. As we said, two wins in a row, good form. Bristol Rovers lost two in a row. Such is life, isn't it? Blackpool should win this game, but you know, Bristol Rovers are going to win the game because that's how football is, Craig. 2-1 to Bristol Rovers. One all draw, Graham. I, th- I think Blackpool will make the playoffs. It's going to be a close one in that division. It really is. Yep. Burton Albion taking on Charlton. Burton, five points off, off the drop zone at the minute. Um, They were unlucky against Derby. I thought they'd get something there. They did lose 3-2, yeah. but they were a bit unlucky. So, yeah, they're competing Burton, which is all they can do. You know, they, they need to do it at this stage, and they are doing it. Against the Charlton team, who are struggling, Craig. They lost to Peterborough. Um, if Burton, Burton are going to win the game, it's this one, Craig. I think they will. Burton 2, Charlton 0. Yeah, um... One all draw, Graham. Burton will be going for it. Charlton really disappointing, the most disappointing team in League One. Cheltenham, who are you know what a performance. Daryl Clark, you know if he gets if he gets if he if he keeps Cheltenham up, Craig, though one of the performances of the entire football season is from Daryl Clark. Cheltenham were adrift. They were a massive. They didn't score a goal, did they? For God knows how long at the start of the season. What a performance from Daryl Clark this is. Hosting Carlisle United, Carlisle who have bolstered their ranks, Craig, with a few big signings. You know Harry Lewis, um, Luke Armstrong. They're going to yeah. spend more money. Cheltenham themselves have brought in Ian Barraclough as number two. I think I was reading, which is an interesting appointment. Um, being at home, Cheltenham are not going to lose this game. Did I have it in them to beat Chel- to beat Carlisle? Oh, I don't like going against Carlisle, but I am here, Craig. Cheltenham two, Carlisle one. I think Cheltenham are just playing too well. Yeah, I agree with you. Cheltenham 2, Carlisle 0. Another big game here, Craig. Exeter taking on Cambridge. Exeter need some points, mate. Yeah, the you know, they lost to Blackpool last time out. They got the big win over Carlisle, which was a, which was huge for them at the time. Yeah. And Cambridge really hard to beat. I think away from home we're a different team. They beat Fleetwood at home last week. They were fortunate. I saw that they were pretty fortunate to to get that win. And uh, I think Exeter might, oh, they might just grind out a two-one win here, Exeter. Oh, um, I think Exeter need to win it, and they're going to win it. Exeter one, Cambridge nil. Fleetwood hosting Portsmouth. Portsmouth off the back of two straight defeats, Craig. The fans were really unhappy with that result. Um, last time out for Pompey um, against Leighton Orient, where they were they were they got battered from the start. Yeah, it was a. Dominating performance from Orient. Um, I think parts of get back to winning ways here, Craig. Fleetwood they're just not good enough, and it's a not a bad not a bad game to have for Pompey. Fleetwood nil, Pompey two. Yeah, Fleetwood nil, Portsmouth three. Now this is a good game, Craig. Tenth place, Leighton Orient, hosting Bolton Wanderers. I think Leighton Orient just got too much to do to make the playoffs, Craig. But at the moment they play, they're playing very well. They're fourth in the form table. Three wins up last four. Ooh, Bolton. Um, but doing well though. Bolton have got Bolton aren't gonna lose though, but they're gonna win this game. I think they might get held, Craig. Late night one, Bolton one. Yeah, Orient one, Bolton two. So you think Bolton are superior. Lincoln Derby. Derby are in third. I get it. They are top of the farm table, Craig, but they're not impressing me, Derby. I don't know what it is. You know, the scraping wins, they were lucky yeah, to Lincoln, beat Burton last time. Lincoln's form since the turn of the year has been awful. 
since they got since they appointed Mikhail Skabula as manager. Um, yeah, I, I'm not impressed by Derby, but I still think the scrape a win here. Lincoln won Derby too. I think the scrape another win. Yeah, Lincoln nil Derby too. I just, I just think Lincoln have been so poor. Oxford versus Northampton Town. Northampton again, John Bray putting it, putting in a brilliant performance as manager, getting them ninth, and they're they're on a League Two budget basically. Aren't they? You know, Northampton they're on a, on a small budget here in comparison to those around them. Um, going to Oxford though, Des Buckingham. He start he started he started to stay the ship. Des Buckingham. It's not easy coming for your first job though, Craig. But you know, good win at Carlisle, good win over Charlton, and you have to think Oxford need to win this game. I'm going to give them a benefit without Oxford two, Northampton one. Oh, Oxford three, Northampton nil. Pity about hosting Shrewsbury Town. Shrewsbury, oh, um, oh, not an easy team. Not an easy team to play. But Pompey, uh, sorry, the posh are playing well. A chance for the posh to go top of the table as well. Um, obviously, and and they've got they're in the market for a few forwards. You know, Alhamidi, Macaulay, Langstaff. We expect to see a big name striker coming at Peterborough before yeah. the end of the window, Craig. So the 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 main in business, Peterborough, and they'll beat Shrewsbury three one. Yeah, Peterborough five, Shrewsbury two. Potville hosting Wickham. These two solidifying themselves in mid table. Wickham had a had a sticky start, but they're doing all right now. Hard to beat Wickham. Portville, uh, nil nil. One all. Stevenage, who um have dropped off a little bit recently, the good win, good win over Shrewsbury. They've signed the boy, oh Steve Evans. I saw he signed the one from Gillingham, Varane, or oh, the French guy. Anyway, he's played from afar. I think he's a good signing for them. Um, no one from Gillingham, Raphael. Oh, I do apologise. I've got your name Vadeen completely Oliver's wrong. Varane. Sorry. Vadeen Oliver's got it from Bradford. That's the one, Vadeen Oliver. Sorry, yeah, he was at Gillingham at one point, wasn't he? Vadeen Oliver. Did he play for Stephen Gillingham? Vadeen Oliver. He must have done. Was that, that why? That's why I'm thinking. Yeah, Vadeen Oliver. He's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I did see him. I thought he's a good. He's a good fit for Stevenage. Stevenage need to not lose. They, they can't afford to lose this game against Barnsley. Really. But Barn, Neil Collins, I tell you what, hats off to him, Craig. As as, as we said before, we a few we raised a few eyebrows. We didn't we we weren't questioning it, but we did raise some eyebrows. But Barnsley can pick a manager; they really can. Um, it's a tough game for Stephen just Barnsley doing really well, scoring goals. McAtee has stayed put for now, isn't he? Because he's got yeah. there's talk of him getting recalled by Luton. Oh, I think Stevenage won Barnsley too. I don't know why I think Barnsley win. Stevenage two, Barnsley one. I think Big Steve Evans is going to give a managerial masterclass personally. Uh, Wigan taking on Reading. Wow, Wigan. two teams have been going through it. Yeah. Reading, um, you know the fans. Um, I've every sympathy for the fans. Um, I've got no problems with the protests they're doing the football league. Um, I was listening to was it is it is it Greg? Or is, or who's the uh, Mike Park? Was it Parry? The football Perry. league chief, Rick executive, absolute clueless individual. Um, what do you mean? Disappointing. They're not helping. Not the way they're not helping Reading. The, the, uh, the way they condemn it. They, they need to help Reading more. They need to help Reading more. And I think if it was a if it was a bigger name, if it was a bigger name, they'd be do, they'd be doing more. Well, what 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 do you mean? They need to help Reading more. What what do they what do they need to do? They need to get the they need to get that they need to get the current owner help Reading get the current owner out of the club. They need to do more. I'm getting sick and tired of of this. Right, there's there's all these people that want a football football regulator and people to have these kind of. It doesn't. The world doesn't work like that. The world does not work. 
if someone buys a football club and puts money into that football club, right? They they're running it. They, that football, I, I think Reading are going to end up going into administration, right? They'll have a further point deduction, uh, uh, and they'll end up with an administrator picking a new one. That's how the world works. It's not up to the EFL to do that. It's up to the to, to the legal system in our country to deal with that. It's not the EFL or the FA. It's 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 Reading Football Club and the way they've been poorly managed. That is not down to the EFL. Right, and it's if oh you've got to have an owners and directors test. Yes, they do. It's in place, right? And and we all we hear about this is when things go wrong. We never hear about owners and directors test when things are going right, do we? We we, we never do. So no no one questions Nottingham Forest owners and directors test, right? When when Forest are doing well in in the championship and get promoted, and then all of a sudden they they they're looking at a point deduction. People start to oh well the owners. Hold on a second, you weren't complaining when it was when it, when you were doing ever so well. I think we're, we're, we're on a we're, we're on a, a bit of a tipping point here, and it, it really annoys me that people hold football football governing bodies responsible for poor governance at football clubs. It's not their fault. No, that's not to say that's not to say they're responsible. But obviously, Rick Parry has obviously said that their main priority is to help secure a new owner. He said that. He said it yesterday. Yeah. But obviously, his main his main is the fact that he all he is obsessed with is getting Premier League money. All the, and this deal assigned for when the APPP was there. All he wants is he wants to. All he wants is the Premier League money. He's not in this for the EFL. I think Rick Parry is is demonstrably a really really negative effect on the EFL. I haven't enjoyed his stewardship whatsoever, Craig. And I think he's got a lot to answer for. And unfortunately, I think the EFL has not benefited from him being in charge. I really don't. Um. And this way, and Reading, obviously, as we know, Craig, Reading have started selling players now. They're having to sell players, aren't they, to raise funds to pay players, it seems. Um, we saw young, was it Tom, I do apologize, Tom Flower, Fowler, um, being sold to Luton this week, was it Tom Fowler? Um, I do get his name, it's Fowler, but I can't remember his first name. Um, but we're seeing players available now. There's players there who are not being played because the due a wage rise, Craig, so they're not starting games. It's a really horrible situation. Um, I don't see it getting any better this weekend. We're gonna a decent team. Yeah. Um, we're a mid-table team, and uh, yeah, unfortunately for Reading, yeah, they'll lose this weekend. We're at Wigan, Wigan three, Reading nil. Yeah, uh, Wigan two, Reading nil. Graham, I, I remember, I remember Reading fans complain about John Modeski. When they were in the Premier League, uh, like mm. spending enough money and the the club weren't competitive and all of it. This is what happens when you overspend. This is what happens when clubs overspend mm. and aren't managed properly, right? And and my issue, and I've said this for a long, long time, is that there should be rules in place, right? And I, I want to be very clear on this: there should be rules in place that allow owners to spend. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, yeah, yeah. however, however, a caveat to that is. For example, if Reading wanted to spend five million on a transfer fee and five million on wages, right? So a, a ten million pounds extra on top of their budget, then the owner should put ten million pounds into an escrow account to the benefit of the football club. So whatever happens, that money remains to the benefit of the football club. The owner can't take that out. It stays there. It stays in bond. It stays in trust. The money is there for the benefit solely of the football club. Um, what we're seeing is is owners that are spending money then. Their business suffers, or there's an issue in their their country. There might be uh, a change in, in in political direction, whatever it may be. And all of a sudden, people aren't able to get money into the UK anymore. Uh, and that is, that has been a frightening issue for clubs in English football. 
Um, and, and there needs to be a change. There needs to be a step change in how clubs are allowed to spend money. They, they should be allowed to spend money so long as that money is there. Indeed, and I said we'll touch on all this, and um, we will do, we will do a financial special um in February when the window is shut, and we'll we'll touch on profit sustainability, and obviously we'll touch on the likes of Wigan and Reading and um, a few other clubs. I think it'll be a fascinating thing for us to look at. Um, on to League Two, um, we do not have any games on Friday because Salford versus Colchester has been postponed due to a frozen pitch. So please do check your listings. And may, that may not be the first game yeah. to go this weekend. Oh, sorry, it may not be the last game. It is the first game, but it may not be the last was to be postponed. Yeah, um, but then again, if you don't have under soil heating and if you see the forecast, um, and call, to be fair to Salford, Colchester have got a long way to travel, so yeah, it's good that they yeah, it's certainly. good that they made them aware of that. On to Saturday's games, Wimbledon hosting... Crawley Town, um, 10th versus 11th. Both teams without with chances of the playoffs. Um, Craig, they've got um, they've both got hopes. They're both they're both in spits and spurs playing well. Obviously, Wimbledon currently Ham Alhamadi's at the um Asian Cup, isn't he? Yeah. With Iraq, so they are missing him. Lost to Reading, lost to Wrexham, I should say, last time out. Crawley, who. <laughs> Up and up and down again, you know they had that poor loss to Salford when they were on a good run of form. Yeah. Um. Interesting game. I think it ends with a Wimbledon win. Wimbledon won. Crawley nil. Yeah, I think I think Crawley can see a lot of goals, don't they, Graham? Uh, goal difference is more or less equal here for these two, but the the amount of goals Crawley conceded is 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 crazy in comparison to Wimbledon. Um. Wimbledon. Two Crawley one. Barrow versus Crew next time up. Next next up, fourth versus fifth. Crew won a good run of form, undefeated in four, won the last three. Craig against the Barrow team, who were held at Sutton, which one of yeah. us but even one of us predicted it wasn't the Sutton fan who predicted that, but I'd predict that. Sutton playing oak play, getting some results now, Craig. Only one defeat in the last four. Draw that draw with Barrow was a fantastic draw. It really was. Oh, sorry, I'm just I'm talking about Sutton now. I've got carried away. But Barrow, um, Still in fourth, what a brilliant performance. Uh, crew, it's a tough game for Barrow this, you know. It's not often that I don't fancy Barrow, and I don't fancy him this weekend, Craig. Barrow one, crew two. Ooh, Barrow two, crew nil. Yeah, I just think crew would, crew would go right in them. Um, Bradford hosting Doncaster at Valley Parade. Be a huge crowd this one, Craig. Be, Doncaster will bring a few. Doncaster still struggling. They really are. Grant McCann's still in charge, isn't he? Which, yeah. you know, um, yeah, we have to take a, you know, sometimes with these owners, Craig, they get a lot of stick for all these changes. But fair play to Doncaster's owners, they really are sticking by Grant McCann. Yeah. They, they really, really are. Um, Bradford need to win this game, Craig. You have to think they will, surely. No, but don't get me wrong, Bradford are not in form, they haven't won in the last five. In fact, Doncaster, oh dear me, this is this, it's not going to be a classic this one, but I'm going to go Bradford to Doncaster now, yeah. I'm going to go Bradford 1, Doncaster and Andy Cook on the score. They just don't score enough goals, Bradford Graham, and that's going to be the Achilles heel, the need to spend money. Gillingham hosting Forest Green Rovers, Magellus Forest Green Rovers. I did say, I thought we'd see another managerial change. I'm not laughing at just the, the situation at Forest Green Rovers. Um, it's a poor one, Craig, it really is. They're, they're going down. Troy Deeney... Um, has been relieved with Jewish. I'm not even sure who's in charge this weekend, Craig, but it'll be someone else looking. Um, they've got a Gillingham who have hit a good run of form. 
Um, well, the three wins on the spin. Wow, it can. How on earth can Forest Green get anything? I don't. I don't think they can. Gillingham three, Forest Green no. Yeah, Gillingham four, Forest Green no green. How get town? Wow, how get town? What? Can I just say what? What a crazy scenario at, at Forest Green where obviously they got, Go they got promoted to League One. Um, from and and I think you're right. You said smashed it, didn't they? Obviously, mm-hmm. Rob Edwards as manager did ever so well. Uh, obviously Rob Edwards left the sporting director left uh, Richard Hughes um, obviously brought in at that one point Duncan Ferguson uh, Duncan wasn't back clearly wasn't back um, didn't get on with the owner sacks him uh, brings a new manager sacks him gives Troy Deeney the job sacks him it just seems a, a real absolute basket case of a club and for all we were saying they were, you know, the positives about Forest Green two seasons ago they've undone all that hard work Gillingham are going to bop them yeah, go on then. Score? 4 0. Uh, yeah, so and on to Harrogate versus Grimsby. And Harrogate, though, wow, what a job that um, Sam Wither's doing. Uh, third in the form table, currently ninth in the table, two points off for playoffs. Wow, Harrogate. Yeah, we see, had, see that coming. We, we, we had them in our bottom four, Craig. That's not yeah. big. Uh, yeah. Like everyone else did, Craig. Everyone else had Harrogate in the bottom four. Great job they're doing. We need to have a little trip to Harrogate, Craig. It's not far from us. I am ashamed I haven't been this season. We need to have a little trip there, don't we? Yep. Um, Should we wait for it to get a bit warmer? And we'll have a, we'll, we'll have a little trip to the posh. I'll let you treat me to a Betty's tea room and we'll go and watch Harrogate play. Um, home to home to Grimsby. We do have to, a little apology at Grimsby, Craig. Um, I said this and, and you didn't disagree. I said you couldn't pay me to watch that game against Notts County last week. I tipped a nil-nil. Um, so obviously it ends 5-5 in the best AFL game of the season. Craig, um, such as our tipping prowess, um, but I, but I, but I will say, Craig, I did take a draw, so therefore yeah. I do, t- <laughs> yeah. I do take the credit for that one. Um, Grimsby, there's plenty of goals in them, but Harrogate at home, surely to win this. Harrogate, the league table doesn't lie, Craig, as you keep telling me. Harrogate two, Grimsby now. Grimsby have conceded forty nine goals, mate. That's more than Forest Green. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's never a good. If you're worse than Forest Green in a stat, it is not good in League Two. No, I, th- I think there's only Colchester and Sutton that have conceded more, Graham. So it 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 really is a dismal viewing, and, and because of that, I think Harrogate are going to get another four. Harrogate four, Grimsby two. So United travel to Mansfield Town. Yeah, Mansfield I Town. Off, I think it's off. Okay, is it? Okay, is that definite? Can you confirm that? Um, Let's move it's on to the it. next game and I'll confirm it. Right, okay, yeah. Um, I said it wouldn't be a surprise. We're going to see a few of these games postponed, Craig. This one should be on because it's at the wonderful Stadium MK. Lovely stadium, it really is. Um, MK Don's hosting Morecambe. Brilliant form being showed, but how how did they lose 3 0 at Doncaster? That's such as football critic, isn't it? How did they lose 3 0 to Doncaster? Mike Williamson doing real what a real do you know what? Hats off to, to Pete Winkham and what a good appointment yeah, really that was, Craig. You know, what an excellent appointment. You know what, that I think over the over the years, Pete Winkham has, has chosen some good managers to manage him. He has, yeah, he really has. Um fair play to him. Um into seventh now, MK Don. So tell you what, they're coming like a train now, MK yeah, Don. They really are. Yeah. Um Home to Markham, Markham, you know the mighty Markham who are battling away. They've had good draws. Markham, Craig, they, they, they lost heavily in Los County, but either side that, but John with Bradford, John with Harrogate, and John with Mansfield, and Harrogate and Mansfield, two of the best teams in the division. So yeah. they're not bad draws from Markham, to yeah. be fair. They'll go there hoping to stamp 
stifle MK Dons. I'm going to say 2-1 MK Dons, but it wouldn't surprise me if Markham set up for a draw and get it. I'm going to say 2-1 MK, MK Dons. Yeah, so I saw that um, uh, MK Dons had signed Stephen Wern for Middlesbrough, a young player from Gateshead. Good signing that, mate. Good football player. Mm. Um, and just shows the, the, the importance of someone that believes in your manager, clearly believes in taking him with him, and I think he'll do really well. Um, MK Dons 4, Morecambe Mill. And the Mansfield versus Sutton game has been postponed, Graham, frozen pitch. Thank you for that. Yeah, as we say, please check the listings because there yeah. will be a few more that bite the dust. Uh, Newport Entertaining, Wrexham. This is the Welsh Derby, Craig. Here we go. Yeah. We haven't seen yeah. this for a lot of years. So Newport, brilliant. South Wales hosting North Wales. Wrexham are going to be taking a lot of fans um, across, across the country. The, it's the only time this year the Wrexham fans won't be leaving um, Wales to go to a game. Top of the form table. Newport, though, they're good at home, you know. They're on a good run of form. They beat Doncaster. Rodney Parade is a, is one of the hardest grounds to go yeah. to. And we've seen from, yes. that's, why they're so, that's why they're such a good cup team, Craig. Yeah. It, nobody likes going. We saw that ground. It, with the Yeah. Um, I think that's... And Graham Coughlin will set this team up here. Oh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I don't think Newport are going to lose this, Graham. I... Oh, I, I don't. I was going to say Wrexham 2 1, but I'm going I'm going to all. They've got Evans. They've got the boy Evans who can score goals as well. I quite like, I don't, not counting, not counting, Newport are not a bad team. 2 all. Be a great atmosphere, though. Yeah, Will, Will, Will Evans has done great for them this season, hasn't he? I think he's got 16, 17 goals. Um, yeah. Yeah, Wrexham, big spending, Wrexham, Newport. This is a leveler. 2 2 draw. Brilliant game. The next yeah, game next game filled with goals, Graham. Filled with goals. Not County taking on taking on Stockport County. Not County, who have this morning confirmed their new manager, Craig, who is remember his name? Uh, Stuart Maynard, yeah. who was the manager of National League Wheelstone FC. I think we did mention it last week. He was the yeah, favourite. Yeah, yeah, he's been appointed. Um, it's 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 from a bit from left field, but hey, the following on from Luke Williams, it's it's a huge risk. It's a massive job, Notts County. You know, I, arguably the biggest team in division, along with Bradford City. You know, Notts County are huge. Um, it's going to be a big setup for Wheelstone. Wheelstone. Um, he's going to be in the dugout here. He's going to see his team get Notts County nil, Stockport three. Oh, Graham, I, I think looking at looking at the goal scored, right? So Stockport, 56. And I thought they'd be top goal scorers in the league, yeah? Notts County, 60. Notts County scored 60 goals, Graham. Um, I think there'll be loads of goals in this. Um, Notts County, three, Stockport, three, three all draw. On to yet another managerial departure here, Craig. Swindon Town Party Company with Mickey Flynn, who I'm just reading there, Craig, that he's the new favourite for the Forest Green job. Wow. Um, which is an, which would be an interesting appointment for Forest Green, a good one, I think. Um, Swindon, and we said we were talking about those calls conceded, Craig. Swindon 54. There's only Colchester letting they've letting the same goals as Sutton United, Swindon. Wow, which some which no, they scored 50, but they're one of the best teams going forward, but the rent shows you where their problems are. Wow. They're at the back. Yeah. Um against so the Tramier team who they're gonna concede against Tramier. Listen, Tram Tram yeah. all right. Um... Swindon won Tramier two. I think Tramier get the win, Craig. Yeah, Swindon won Tramier three. 
Walsall entertaining Accrington, 12th versus 13th, both those teams. The league table doesn't lie here. They're both teams where they are. They're both capable teams. They're just not quite set up for promotion, either of these two teams. And they're going to play out a nil-nil draw at the best cop. One all draw, Graham. I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a classic. Now we've said that probably five all. Yes, exactly. So let's finish off with the League Cup. League Cup second round on Tuesday. Chelsea entertain the mighty Middlesbrough. Craig, uh, Middlesbrough won look from the first leg, as we know. Um, wow, this is a tough one to predict, isn't it? I think. I can think I make, a lot of this will. Can I make a comment uh, on this again, mate? Uh, mm-hmm. I think again, right? I think this this kind of break distorts it distorts this cup competition now and gives Chelsea an unfair advantage over Middlesbrough because they've they've had no they've had like time off, haven't they? They play they play full. They've got no game this weekend, and then they play Middlesbrough in the cup. Mm-hmm. So they're given a full a full. Well, how many days is it? But when you when there's two teams in two different divisions, Craig, it's going to be impossible to make that um, to to no, to align that to align that, isn't it? No, look, you don't. If you, if you, I, I I think it's unfair. The dates of the competition aligned with the winter break. I think it gives Chelsea a huge advantage. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's one. I think it's something that isn't. I I'm not. I've got a huge problem with because it it's not something that has been changed recently. If it had been brought in like a few weeks ago, I've knew about it, but we knew about it in advance. Um. So yeah, interesting. First first time. This isn't the first time Middlesbrough have taken a, an aggregate score to Stamford Bridge. The last time was 1988 yeah. in the in the, the second ever playoff game when Chelsea were relegated by Middlesbrough, who were promoted. Chelsea, the only team ever to be relegated by the. Via the playoffs, yeah, um, and that has since changed. So the only team ever, Middlesbrough, were the first team ever promoted. So Middlesbrough have beaten Stamford Bridge before and got the results. Are they going to do it again here, Craig, and book themselves to place at Wembley? Oh, Graham, do you know something, right? So I, 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 I've I've looked at I've looked at this fixture, um, and Chelsea have won the last four home games, right? So I think Chelsea are going to win, right? I think Chelsea mm-hmm. are going to win. Um, can Middlesbrough get a goal? I think yes, they can. Because I don't think I don't think Chelsea have been brilliant. I thought you know the the, the one nil win against Fulham. Well, Fulham defended really well. That was a penalty in in the game. The the the, the two one win against Palace was a last minute penalty. Um, Brighton went and scored two at at Stamford Bridge. Uh, Brentford won two nil. Villa Villa won. It's in Forest one without without Chelsea scoring right, so I'm gonna go Chelsea two, Middlesbrough one, and the game going to penalties. And the result is lottery. No idea. Chelsea favorite. Chelsea favorite. Listen, I'd okay. love to say Middlesbrough, Graham. I'd love Middlesbrough to win. Um, I'm gonna say Chelsea. Yeah, I think uh, Millsbury did brilliantly in the first leg, as we know. Obviously, can we can Millsbury? You know, you always when it's when it's Championship versus Premier League, you obviously need a bit of luck. Millsbury had it first leg. Can yeah. I have that luck again where someone like Cole Palmer can miss three guilt edge no. chances again? I don't think we're going to see that. So I think either 
I think it'd be close. I'm not sure Middlesbrough do score Kubernetes Craig. I think it'll be 2 0 to Chelsea, unfortunately. Obviously, we hope with our hearts it isn't the case. Um, maybe it does go to extra time and penalties, but yeah, I think well, that he, Chelsea he, he, may edge hope, it. Here's some hope for you, Graham. In so far this season, in away games, Middlesbrough have only failed to score on two occasions uh, Coventry City early in the season and then Rotherham on. Uh, on Boxing Day, every other game that scored. Now, uh, we, we know that Latte is going to be missing, don't we? Um, uh, Bangora is going to be missing, but, but, I think Marcus Force plays against Chelsea and Marcus Force scores against Chelsea. Yeah, well, we'll see. Let's hope so, Craig. Let's hope so. On to the Wednesday, the second game, um, second leg, Fulham entering Liverpool, Liverpool with 2-1 lead yeah. uh, from the first leg. Um, you know, Fulham, they've got half a chance, yeah. but that's it. Um, Fulham, I think it'd be a repeat. I think it'd be Fulham 1, Liverpool 2, and Liverpool booked themselves a spot at Wembley. Right, I'm going Fulham to cause the biggest shock and Fulham to win. I'm going to say Fulham to win 2-1 and to knock Liverpool out in extra time. Good. So all those Liverpool fans, don't forget, it's Craig underscore Honeyman at X. So when you come for him, don't come for me or the pod. You come for Craig straight straight to the sauce. Uh, thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a Stay wrapped up if you do go to football. It's going to be cold out there no matter where you go. But have a great weekend, everyone. Have a great weekend, guys. And the romantic in me says that's going to be a Middlesbrough Fulham final. I would love that more than anything. I'd love that more than Aston Villa winning the Premier League. Well, great... And that would be... I, I, Greg, Craig, bring us on that. I did, I did remind you, if, I, if it was that, we're going to bring you on that, um, the um, there was a there was a final between Middlesbrough and Fulham um, some years ago, and I've still got the Fulham actually in my garage, which I will um, I'll put up on Twitter at some Please. point. It was it was the Anglo Italian Cup final, Craig. What year? Um, it was it was the year was nineteen seventy six wow. before even before we were born, Craig. Um, I've got the um, and Middlesbrough won that. Middlesbrough won the Anglo Italian Cup. Um, or was, was, let, it, let, was it Anglo Scots? I think it might be Anglo Scots. I think it was, it was one of the Anglo Cups, but anyway, Millsbury beat, beat Fulham. Um, and and yeah, so um, I'll 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 tweet about it. I'll send you a picture of it, Craig. Please. But yeah, I've got the program in my garage. The last time we met Fulham, there was there was a final involved, um, and and we won it, but yeah, let's see. Um, it's always a replay of that. Let's, let's see how we go. Yeah, cheers, Craig. Cheers, guys. Have a great weekend.